Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Kilowatt. Hey, what's going on, everyone? You are listening to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry. Talking Youth Ministry. We are here, and John, we are excited. Episode number four. This is our fourth episode. Fourth episode. And Seems listen, like forever. They have no idea what we have planned today, like who we're about to bring to this podcast. It's, it's almost like after this podcast, we can just shut the whole thing down so. and just listen to this one yeah, over and over probably again. probably so. We'll probably never do anything again. Hey, today we have a phone call uh, we're about to take you to that we were able to uh, have with a man by the name, some of you are about to meet him for the first time, Nate Yeski from Atlanta, Georgia. Bro, like we know him personally. He's yep. helped us out some. Yeah. And uh, today the topic is uh, time management yeah. and life management. Why do you think that's so important, John, in ministry? Because I feel like uh, if, you, if you don't know how to manage your time, then your life can seem completely out of control or right. like – like there's no there's no being able to rein in everything that's going on. Right. right? So yeah, absolutely. and if you're if that's unmanageable, then how can how in the world can we do ministry? Absolutely, man. So. Absolutely. So he's gonna have some good stuff. Yeah. It was a great phone call. Uh you're gonna enjoy some of the things that he said. Um again, hey, just wanna remind you that uh, you know, share this podcast, leave yeah. some reviews. Uh, on there to let us know what you think. If they want to get in contact with us, John, maybe they have a question about ministry or about uh, about anything that they want to talk about, how would they do that? Absolutely. You can just email us, john at essentialcoaching.us or, or Matt, Matt at, at essentialcoaching.us. Yeah, perfect. And so, hey, so, let's not keep them waiting. No. Uh, he's the gold. This he's is the why, gold, This man. is why they downloaded this This is podcast. why they're at this podcast. So, hey, we're going to take you to the phone call with Nate Yeski. Enjoy it. So we are here with our man, uh, Nate Yetsky, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. John, you excited hey, to have Nate on today? I'm crazy pumped right now. Nate is uh, hes one of those life-changing people for me, Matt, yeah. in case you didn't know. Hey, Nate is a cool dude, and uh, he's an awesome guy. We got to meet uh, several years ago, just had an acquaintance, kind of just our roads kind of passed to each other, and kind of, man, just hit it off. And uh so, Nate, thanks for joining us today. And maybe yeah, before man. we kind of get going, I know today we're going to be talking about time management, life management, what does that look like. I know you have some valuable input. But before we get going, Nate, maybe just tell everybody that's listening, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, ministry, some life stuff, just kind of share a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Well, man, thank you guys uh, for having me on. This is uh, absolutely an honor. I, I really mean that. What you guys are doing uh, two guys talking youth ministry is just uh, one. It's genius, but two. I just want to say to anybody who's listening right now, um, if you haven't met uh, Matt and John, if you haven't met these pastors, these amazing men of God yet, uh, you need to. Uh, these two dudes right here are the real stinking deal. Um, you see a lot of people in the ministry game treating it like a stepping stone, uh, and I've seen these two cats been in the game for many years, and their heart is nothing more than to add value to the body of Christ and add value to youth pastors who are out there are going, man, I got the heart. I got the passion. I just need a little help doing that. So I just want to say uh, you are you're in the right place at the right time and check these guys out. They got some other great stuff coming up too. So, so anyways, uh, man, so uh, again, yeah, my name's Nate Yeski. I've uh, been a youth pastor for over 10 years. Uh, uh, was under an amazing, amazing uh, youth ministry general by the name of Jeannie Mayo. And uh, God's just been doing incredible, incredible things over the last 10 years. Uh, just great impact uh, here in Atlanta, Georgia, and also the Chicago, greater Chicagoland area. And uh, long story short is that over the last 10 years, um, I was that ultimate visionary, creative uh, youth pastor who was just like, you know, let's storm the hill and let's, let's get up there. And everybody be like, yeah, we get up to the top of the hill and some be like, where are the weapons? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's just run. You know, <laughs> and I was that guy <laughs> who would constantly start so many different things, but I didn't finish anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, thank absolutely. God for wives, right, Matt? Like, John, like, yeah. thank God for wives who uh, go, okay, I'm going to pick up the mess behind you, and I'm going to make your visions a reality. And uh, to be honest with you, you know, we're getting up uh, in, in a higher numbers game, so to speak, you know, we went from a church of 600 to a church of 13,000. 
And we'll just say that the level of ministry was literally at a whole another level. And I realized that I had so many holes in my personal time management, my productivity. I was constantly feeling super tired, exhausted, feeling like I was given everything. But then yet at the end of the night, I was giving scraps to my wife, scraps to my kids. And I felt like a terrible dad. And uh, the short is that something had to change for me. And so I went on this conquest to find out, like, how do I become better at managing all these plates and keeping them spinning, but yet making sure I'm winning at home first and I'm winning at my job and winning in the ministry with my leaders and kids. And so through that, um, long story short, a journey uh, developed and I became a life coach over this last year and a half. And I've been studying under uh, some incredible names out there, Tony Robbins being one of them, and I've learned some incredible stuff. And since then, God has used that uh, basically to coach uh, entertainers and in the in the music industry, entrepreneurs, and a lot of youth influencers, specifically youth pastors. Um, and so from that, now that's what I do full time. Um, I'm life coaching uh, the, the three kind of areas that I, I told you about. And uh, now I'm just excited to give back uh, to the very uh, heart of the community of youth pastors uh, that I ran with for so many years. And that's why I'm excited to be on this call, man. Dude, that's so exciting to hear, man. And uh, John and I, we've had the the pleasure and the joy of kind of watching some of the behind the scenes stuff, Nate, because we know each other and and kind of, you know, you know, get to do life together and like hear some of the exciting stories and hear some of the scary stories as well. You know, right. as, you go, <laughs> as you go through some of the things happening in life. And uh, I, I know right off the top of the bat, Nate, people, uh, you know, they hear someone who, who maybe uh, was in your position, particularly in a ministry setting, and they say, well, man, you know, that person, uh, they was in probably such a large setting that they probably had enough people around them to do everything they needed to do. Oh, and mm-hmm. all he had to do was just focus on youth show ministry. Up but, and preach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just show up and preach a good sermon every now. Uh, but but listen, you know you know this as well as us. Whether you're in a youth ministry of, of 10 or 1,000, mm-hmm. time management and life management is important, and it's what can yes. make you or break you. Um, Absolutely. You know, so so kind of like John, like what's what's maybe – maybe I'll let you kick the first yeah. question to him, PJ. Like uh, go ahead and ask him just kind of like the first thing we want to throw at him today. That's what – just uh, just hearing your heart, Nate, and uh, – just experiencing the things that you've applied in your life. I remember having a conversation and you shared uh, just some tips with me uh, personally. And and I'll be honest, just applying those, I've been able to see the truly the fruits in that in in my ministry and my family and, you know, in my marriage. So I guess to kick this off, like what would you say are your top three productivity tips that you can give somebody that is balancing all of that in ministry? Man, come on. So I just want to say, you know, from the, from the uh, get-go, I think there's a lot of guys probably listening on here right now that um, if you're anything like me, you had all the passion in the world. You had all the heart. Um, you love people. You're wanting to do this thing. It's just at the end of the day, um, I don't know about you, but I used to just straight up, I don't know if you guys can recollect, but I just used to feel stupid, like straight up. Like when it came to messing with a calendar and like planning Absolutely. ahead, like you, you feel me, Matt? Like I just – Oh my gosh, I, I can literally go back to the meetings that I had with my previous, you know, I, I had admins that were part, part time and then my wife and, you know, she would say things and say, all right, Nate, this date is planning next month's event. And I was like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <my> brain, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, we're just supposed so, to show up, right? That's what we're supposed to do. Right. It's just, let's let God be God, right? Let's not plan. That's man's thing. You know, it's just so silly. And um, so inside of that, you know, I've really gone from this place of just like painfully being aware that so many kids could have came to my events. So many uh, visuals for my messages could have been absolutely awesome. But because of my lack of time management and and a system, my thing is I'm not an idiot, but I, I would say at the end of the day, I just needed somebody to tell me step one, step two, and step three. And that literally is what changed the game for me, beginning with this guy named Tony Robbins. And so, um, you know, for three productivity hacks that really changed the game for me, I would say number one is going to be RIP 2080. I'm going to break that down in a second. Number two would be um, a plan to time, uh, a planning a time to plan your week. <laughs> and then number three is getting a custom calendar. And so um, let me just kind of break down, kind of shorten 
you guys want to jump in at any point with any questions, man, I'm I'm all day all about yeah, the value. Absolutely. So, so number one, uh, RIP 2080. So everybody, all right, fellas, just for the, for the sake of everybody on the call, let's do it. Everybody say RIP 2080. RIP 2080. Thank you. That, John, where were you, bro? I didn't hear you on that I one. I don't know, man. He, he missed the cue. It's all good. <laughs> just play it. So RIP 2080. Um, so one, uh, as a youth pastor, um, you know, sometimes you've got a million things flying at you, and sometimes we just like to shoot from the hip. But what I realized is a lot of times we're missing strategic thinking. You know, we're hard workers, but sometimes we're not the smartest workers, right? Yeah, and so good. this was one little tool that began to transform the way I think in everything I do. It's a little thing called RIP 2080. So first, um, basically, it's an acronym, RIP, R-P, then 20 slash 80. So R stands for results. What's that bottom line in this conversation I'm having either with this student or planning this event or for my message that I'm writing? What's that result? And I'm not talking like a bunch of things I could do. I'm talking like what's the fruit that will come out of this very thing? So let's pretend it's a message prep, okay? I want to ask the question, all right, what's the result? Instead of just starting like you know catchy titles and all this, what's the result you want to see at the end of your altar? Kids yeah, that's coming good. down to the altar doing what? Are yeah. they praying and having a moment one-on-one -on -one with the Lord? Is it a repentance moment? Is a fill me Holy Spirit type of moment, if I can say that on this call? Um, whatever that may be for those individuals, you've got to ask, what is the result? And uh, there's a guy named Stephen Covey who says it like this, begin with the end in mind. It's kind of a whole concept of basic reverse engineering. So this is, a, this is just a thought process of one of our productivity hacks. Number one, what's the result? What's the end in mind? How can you reverse engineer that? Now, the next step of that is saying, okay, this is exactly the outcome I want. Number two, part of that would be purpose. What we usually find is that all of our reasons why not to do something are greater than the reasons why we should. And right, the problem so is... Yeah, well, say that. Again. Thanks. That's good. Yeah, man. Basically, the, the short end version of it is why must has got to become greater than your why nots. Okay? Your list of why you should do this has got to become greater than the, all the lists in your head and all the doubts and all the mind games of why not to do something. You want to know the secret to why you don't follow through on things? It's not self-discipline, my friend, because there's not enough self-discipline in the world to get us to follow through on self-discipline alone. There's got to be a why inside of us that I usually say a why that almost makes us cry. It's got to be something that stirs you up on the heart on the inside, and if your reason to do that very result doesn't have a strong why, you won't follow through on that plain and simple. And obviously, I break this stuff way more down in my coaching program and stuff, but this is kind of the high level. And then the last but not least is 2080. You guys are probably uh, you know familiar with the Pareto Principle. We've heard this one before, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So basically the whole concept is, you know, the 2080 rule. What's the 20% I can focus on that gives me 80% of my results? What I've learned in this is like, what's the two things that I can be doing right now that is then going to give me 80% of my results? And when you do this, this is really when you start to really become productive because you're finding those top two uh, things that you're focusing on that really are just giving you all the power, all the results in all these other areas. And the more you get in that 2080 mindset, the faster you get, the stronger you get, and the better results you get because these things are driving right back to your result. So we'll kind of give the example, and then I'm curious what questions you guys have maybe about that one. So RIP 2080, so result. Let's pretend. So Matt, let's, let's have some fun here, or John, either of you guys jump in. So what would maybe be as a, maybe one of the typical uh, you know, a, a youth pastor scenario um, that somebody on this call is going to be dealing with, and they would use this principle in? So it could be anything from message prep to planning to what, what, what comes up to you guys' agendas right now. Well, I would say uh... – I would say a lot of times people get is what type of result would they be looking for on like an outreach night, potentially. That's you know, good. That's good. There's, there's a lot of things that go into that, like you said, sermon prep. But a lot of times I, I'd say that maybe sometimes people go into an outreach night and, and maybe, like you said, they don't even know where to begin. You know, Man, so that's so good. So good. Okay, so let's let's use that. Let's use RIP 2080. So RIP, all right, result. What's the result? So if I was to you know, throw that back and say, all right, what is the result that I want to see at my next outreach event? 
here's usually where most pastors, we, we make a mistake. We usually jump in and be like, ah, oh, I want a, I want a Bengal tiger with a ring of fire <laughs> and like a skateboarding ramp that explodes in the background. Like I just, we, we make up stuff. We're like, I got this band. I got this artist. I'm going to make this awesome thing. Plug, by the way, I'm helping with RMG booking. So if anybody, no, you, hey, that, that was you. a great plug. That was a great, totally plug. unashamed plug. Cause we all know that there's a thing called session tours. All I'd say it's some big deal. Some things can come to a city near you. All right. <laughs> last but not least here. So the result then, is the fact that we go, okay, what's the real result? The result for your outreach, and you got to ask yourself this, is the result to build community? Like simple enough. You're like, I want kids talking to kids and leaders a time where they can talk and really build bridges from heart to heart. Right. Yeah. That's good. Or is it straight up like, no, man, the focus is get as many lost people saved at this event. Like you got to get specific on that. Sometimes we just throw events and we call it an outreach, but yet it was our same kids from last week. That's not an outreach. And yeah. Right, yeah. Too, as youth pastors, if we're not burning with the, the result, the reason, the very thing that we're doing, if we don't have a, a reason or result that we're after, if it is foggy in the pulpit, you better believe it's, it's almost unseen out in the seats. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's yeah. really and good. So we've got to get really clear. What is the result? Hey, you know, youth group, youth group, whatever name is, you know what I'm saying? We'll say real life. Hey, real life, I just need you guys to know this is an outreach event. This is not another night for you just to hang out with the, with the current group. You guys, there are souls to be saved. There's friends of yours and mine that are not on a highway to heaven. They're on a highway. ACDC wrote the song, okay? So here's the deal, guys. This the result we want to see, the purpose of this whole thing is that we want to see people who don't know Jesus come to Christ that night, and this is what we're doing. So that'd be a result, all right? P stands for purpose. This is the part where we usually mess up. This is how I flip it. Instead of being like, okay, the purpose is to have a great outreach event. No, the purpose is we believe heaven and hell is real for every single student. Now – that's why we put that outreach on, and every yeah. single thing rises up on the inside going, whoa, we believe in eternities for kids, and we believe that this is not just a concert. No, we believe that this is an invitation to meet Christ. Now everything we do flows from that, and last but not least, the 2080. So what are the top two things we need to focus on to do this? Well, I, I don't know if you guys kind of saw it. You see the pattern? Leadership yeah, is totally, everything. Totally getting it. Leadership is everything. So one, okay, um, people have to know about my event, and then I need my leaders to really own this event. So number one, I'm going to put everything I got into getting a bunch of student leaders to own the vision of this outreach. I'm then going to give them an initiative like a social media push, get it, whoever gets as many friends and followers, you know, da-da-da-da, gets a free XYZ, a VIP meeting with the, you know, the artist, whatever that may be. Um, and then what I can go from there is going, all right, cool, I'm getting the word out. Those students are really taking – it's almost like a, 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 like a street team. And then the last part of that, number two, I need to focus on leadership. I'm going to shoot a small video to send out to every single leader of mine or at my next you know, leadership training meeting. Guys, this is how you lead a student to Christ in an altar, or this is how you talk to a student who just gave their life to Christ to help build a bridge so they keep coming and become a disciple. So again, yeah. that's kind of off the cuff, but RP2080, you could easily see this would go from your youth ministry to your kitchen counter talking to your wife. This is a big, big deal. No, that's so legit, man. And I love the way, Nate, you painted the picture like you said, and I know you just basically fire-hosed and gave us a crash course of of that, but but how you painted the picture of how it goes from such a big, uh, you know, even I guess even a big target that it even narrows down yeah. to more of a bullseye, like, you know, bam, this is what we want to do to hit the home run. This is what we want to do to hit the bullseye. Absolutely. But here's, here's the thing, and, what, and this just – we're going to be honest, right? We're going to be real, Nate. Everything you yeah. said, right, inside of me, I know inside of other gentlemen and ladies listening, and I know even inside of yourself, everything yeah. you just said, it immediately comes back to, well, everything he just said is going to require time, yeah. and I already don't have time. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Right? And th And that's probably the biggest excuse that I know we can have. And, again, just being honest, I know I, know I can have John. I know you would agree. Like when we start looking at that stuff, we're like, well, man, I know he just 
that's more yeah. planning in advance. Right. It all that's, sounds good, mm-hmm. but yeah, but how? Like how? Like how am I going to find that? Right. And so maybe Absolutely. talk for example, we we know the win, and I guess we can maybe even hit on that in a minute, Nate. The win yeah. of taking yeah. the time and setting down and planning in advance how you actually get more time back. But maybe just talk for example, some stuff you've seen. Maybe some stuff in your own life as well. Again, not just ministry, but life stuff. Is, this this yeah. can kind of flow over to life as well. What's some time wasters, right? Because we yeah. all say, well, man, I don't have some time. But really, if you start looking at it, like we've all got a lot of time yeah. wasters in our life. So Yeah, absolutely, man. Great question. So number one, if I ever hear anyone say that they don't have time, they're full of it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because this is the deal, we have to. We actually have to address that excuse. Because the reality is, you're right. Nobody has time. <laughs> like we really want to get. If we really want to get there, like no. But we can all say that we don't have time. But for whatever reason, when there's something real important to us, magically we create a block of time and we find time somewhere. Uh huh. That's right. So my question is: Is it that we really don't have time, or is it that we really don't know what we want? Do we, spend enough, do we spend enough time actually getting into the zone of being like, does that, does that outreach event really matter that much? I don't got time to plan it. Well, then you probably don't have time to do anything else in life because if that's not important to you as a youth pastor to reach souls, then what is? And so here's the deal you say, but, but Nate, there's some bivocational. I was bivocational. Like, dude, if we could run, if I, if I was selling cell phones during the day, being a, a worship leader for the church, full out like PCO, charting, you know, doing chord charts scheduling bands, all that, and being the youth pastor of a 140-kid ministry in like a 500-person church. And that was like me and Quinn. And that was another thing. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, you guys got these big old teams. You got these leadership schools. Nobody. Like that was 140 kids. It was me, myself, and I plus my wife. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, we, and we, we had to realize that we had to make a priority, one, to multiply ourselves. So what are some, you know, some time wasters? So one, sorry, I got real passionate there. We no, have to get that ex- we have to get that excuse out of our mind. I don't have time. Then you have to ask yourself, all right, cool. Where can you make time or what are you wasting time on? Number one, meetings. Like people are literally spending hours and hours sitting in meetings and but because they don't have like an RP twenty eighty thinking, they'll spend like two hours in a meeting that realistically only needed fifteen minutes or could have been an email. Yeah. And so number one, I want to help you out. There's a book called Death by Meeting. Completely changed the game for me. That was the biggest time waster. We were literally devoting like five, six, seven, eight hours a week, all spread out. And then all these little meetings, when you added it all up, that was like eight hours a week right there, just sitting in meetings. Now you got to meet with your senior pastor. You got to meet with other people. You got to do that. That's part of your job. That's what you, that's what you do. But the stuff that you have control over, we got to change that up. So one thing that I did, number one, was I, I assessed the types of meetings we had and the kinds of meetings. And so I've actually got a template if you guys want to you know, shoot it out to the team. Basically, what we did is we made a, an overview kind of structure that basically every single week, there would really only be two different types of meetings. Number one was more of like an admin, and we called it lightning. It was a lightning round. It's literally you're standing up. Hey, this is what's going on. What quick questions do you have? Here's some directives that I have. But a lot of it was planning on the back end the night before. I'd throw it in my phone, and I'd give those ideas and say, hey, this is what we need to get done today. Now, a lot of times at start out, I didn't have an admin, so we had to go, all right, you are your own admin. Work that out. And so I just made some time to set aside to go, okay, the night before, instead of being on Instagram for 20, 30 minutes before bed, I went ahead and made my agenda for the next day. And then in that, you make a weekly meeting just for like an admin check-in, 15, 20 minutes. And then what you do is you do a buy, uh, you can do a monthly, this can be like week two, week three, week four, you can do a brainstorm meeting week one, a tactical meeting week two, and an innovation meeting week three. And what I basically did is that every single week at that same time on a Tuesday, we would have an hour, maybe an hour and a half maximum to knock that stuff out for the entire next month. So we would brainstorm the entire event details out, everything for that entire next event on the brainstorm week on tactical, we would literally discuss all obstacles, issues, and any monthly kind of uh, any problems that we foresaw that were coming up that we needed to work through or walk through. And then number three was an innovation week that we literally, we would review our strategy, um, you know, different trends that are out there, anything that we needed to change up. 
when we started doing this, we literally started finding there was like two hours more, three hours more a week that was now just straight up action. And so I want you guys to write this down. This will help you organize your actual meeting. Write WOFAP, W-O-F-A-P, W-O-F-A-P. I know it sounds so goofy, right? So goofy. WOFAP. All right. I made this joint up. It just it changed the game for our team. It was really simple. Every single meeting, you, this is how you go, bam, 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 in 15 minutes instead of an hour. Wins. That's what the W stands for, okay? So wins. Hey, guys, last Wednesday night, just want to say shout-out to so-and-so. Man, you were killing it here, da-da-da. I want to say the band was killing. Hey, has anybody else got some wins? Oh, man, heard a kid do this, da-da-da. And we literally set a three-minute timer. It's like each person gets a minute to do a quick update. And we're like, bam, bam. Now our heart feels kind of full, and we're like, yeah, we did a great job last night. That was a win. Oh, we now go, okay, opportunities. Hey, guys, what opportunities do we have this week, you know, uh, from, la- from last Wednesday? You know what, man? Hey, we found, you know, Billy and Sally trying to make out in the bathroom again. We got to, like, really up our security game. <laughs> <You know what laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's a great opportunity. You know what? We should totally change that because we don't want to add more children to our children's ministry yet. So here's the deal. So we're going to go ahead. Let's, let's RPM 2080 that. So what's the result? We need to stop kids from sneaking out of service and having babies. Purpose, right. because if they have a baby that's on our watch, and then we screwed up their lives and their parents, and we left some people left the church, not cool. 2080, okay, cool. We need a sweeper. We need an <laughs> yeah. adult leader who does yeah. not like kids anyways to sweep the halls the entire service, and they do three checkpoints. Done. All right, cool. Can we then make a, a port number two? Can we make a schedule for that? Yeah, in fact, I got this other individual who really doesn't like kids, but they, they said they want to help. So I was like, you know what? Let's put them on sweepers every other week. During the message, this is what's happening. Bam, that's, we got our opportunity. Now we're going to F. F stands for future. So this forces us as youth pastors to look ahead. I highly recommend give the future section to, a, to an admin that is close by you that is very good at thinking ahead and very detail-oriented. I gave this over eventually to my wife, and we had a youth admin that we was a, an intern. We just trained up. So she was like, oh, Pastor Nate, you know, there's this event coming up uh, you know, in about four weeks from now, three weeks from now. We need to start planning that. I said, awesome. That sounds good. Hey, at our next brainstorm meeting, because it's already week two, we're going to go ahead and be talking about that topic. Bam. We already got it set aside. We know now that we're going to be planning out. A stands for assignments. We say, all right, cool, guys. Here's all the things that we did. We need to sign that schedule, assign you know, that, that individual. Somebody needs to call Fran and let her know that she's going to sweep the halls. We're going to go, okay, who's going to take care of that? And then we put that in our task management system. And this is something else that I can do another call on or it's in my coaching program. But we assign it to the team. And last but not least, P stands for prayer. We pray. And I'm yeah. telling you, when you can get to a point where WOFAP just is like it rolls off your tongue, it's bam, it's right there in your mind. You're literally taking 45-minute meetings, 60-minute meetings, and cramming them into 15 because you have train tracks to run on. And now we literally all walked out. My admin smiles and goes, thanks, boss. I now have two more hours this week to actually get stuff done. Thanks so much. And I like high five her and she walks out smiling Brady Bump style. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. You know what I'm but <laughs> that makes that so much sense. Of time. So much sense. And so what you're and so what you're really even saying, Nate, is even just taking the time to strategize and again be purposeful. Like you said like we said earlier. Absolutely. We don't have more time. You know, we can't create more minutes, more hours in our day. However, it's stopping and looking at those wasteful moments and understanding, number one, the power of being purposeful, right, with our time, yeah. but then yeah. how how much more it can pay off. I mean, what you just laid out in a meeting, I mean, you've crushed in a team meeting setting, you've crushed everything out in an hour, hour and a half, two hours that mm-hmm. normally, like you said, would take four, five, six, seven meetings, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Absolutely. man. And, and I want to throw this in there just as a one-liner. Somebody said to me one day, he said, Nate, he said, the president of the United States has the same amount of hours in a day as you do. Don't forget that sometimes we can make a lot of excuses. And regardless of who we, who we agree about the president, that's not what that comment was about. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I, what I do want to say on here, though, is the fact is sometimes we just have to quit making excuses, and we just have to find the time. And that's what I did, and I realized I was, I was wasting – I'm talking eight 10, 12 hours when you added it all up. 
as many of us are as well. Maybe hit just highlight just for our minute, Nate, even the power. Because, uh, again, I know John and I, th- this is some of the stuff that you've helped us with as well and applied it to our ministry, but not just our ministry, our, even our personal life. Um, you know, even my wife and I, you know, we sit yeah. down, we have a family calendar. We'll talk about, you know, maybe some of the some of the technology side of things, some of the apps that, that you've yeah. helped with. Maybe even just talk about the wind, though, that that looks like, you know, in a home. Like you said, for some of the bivocational guys or and just people in ministry, too, full-time that, like, hey, I'm married, I got kids, I'm, I'm trying to coach a baseball team and my basket, yeah. my son's basketball team and run a ministry and, you know, yeah. help out with all the other ministries that I need to help out with or I have a passion for. So just talk about that even when, like, in your personal life, what, is, what does that look like in your home and what you've seen it do for other people? Man, absolutely. So, Reality said was this, um, a lot of people said that I was killing it in the ministry, but then I was literally quote unquote, like killing it, like killing my marriage at the house. Um, because I took work home every single day. Like there was not a day that went by that I wasn't working on something. And even if I wasn't physically working on it, I would sit at that dinner table. And I know I know Matt and I, you, you, you and I talked about this, just like being there but not being there. You know, yeah. it's like emotionally and mentally your brain keeps being like, oh, my gosh, who do I need to follow up with? Or like, you know, I need to, I need to do this. I need to do that. And like this, this constant distraction is very much what I think the enemy uses, and he twists in a lot of people's lives and hearts. And he makes, makes people think that, hey, this is in the name of Jesus. Like this is for the sake of the ministry, the sake of the gospel that you're working so hard and you're thinking so much about that. But yet that contradicts scripture because when I go and look at First Timothy and I, I read some of the teaching that says, hey, take care of your family before you even step out on the field trying to minister to everybody else. Like what good is a man if he can't even like control his own home or disciple his own home? And this is the yeah. thoughts that started to mess with me, man. And so all of a sudden I was like, gosh, like how how do I how do I how do I do it? Like how do I get everything done at five, then leave it at work and then still be the greatest dad, like the greatest husband when I get home. And so, you know, one of those things that I'd probably throw this way too is just uh, that that win when I began to finally like make some shifts, number one was a custom calendar. Like I realized that like I was just kind of shooting from the hip every single day. And truth be told, like if your calendar says it, then you'll probably have that result in your life. Like rituals equal results. So if you've got a good ritual going on, you know, let's say in your, let's say marriage, like, can you look at your calendar and be like, oh, I know we have a healthy marriage because every week we have date night, every Tuesday, Quinn and I do tea talk. I know it sounds so goofy, but it, it's a game changer. We literally just make tea and go sit on the couch and talk no, in the calendar. <laughs> I love and it. These little things, man, like all these little rituals began to create results in my life. And so all of a sudden now I go, Mondays are admin or Mondays were like message days for me in the office. I was like from 9am to about noon. I was like, I got three hours. I'm just going to crush game on my message. And then I was like, but back when I was selling cell phones, like I had to block out time to to knock that out. But again, if you don't have a custom calendar, you're not going to get to five o'clock and feel awesome because we all know that how many miscellaneous things always show up at the desk, always show up and go, oh, hey, we need your attention. We need your attention. And then what happens? We put the most important things that we really needed to get done on the bottom of the list, right? So one of the biggest things was creating blocks of time, and I even created a miscellaneous block of time on my calendar so that every every week when somebody inevitably would say, hey, Nate, can you work on X, Y, or Z? I'd say, no problem. Can I get that to you on Thursday at 2 p.m.? And they would go, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And what I was doing is I was making sure I was being a good steward of my time and actually creating blocks to do that. And so what was the win in all this? Man, as I started to do a custom calendar, and then number two, I had to have a smart task management system. A lot of us just do a to-do list, write it all down, and then start. But the truth is the sum of hours that what it actually would realistically take to knock that list out usually equates to like 12 hours, 16 hours. Well, if you think about it, why do you think we're going home feeling like we never got anything done at five? Because it was never possible to begin with. 
never possible. So that's why you need a smart task system. And again, I know this call's pretty short, so I can't go over all of it, um, but that, that definitely is another thing that I do in the coaching program. And the win at the end of the day, man, when your wife hugs you and your kids hug you and you don't walk out the door feeling like, oh, sorry, kids, I got to go to work again, but your kids are actually like, and they used to say to me like, oh, okay, bye, dad, like didn't even care. Now they're like, no, daddy, don't go. You know, my wife and my kids actually like want me to be home. Why? Because I'm investing in them and I can see the confidence and the consistency, even in their identity, all simply what? Because I got to organize with a custom calendar, some time management hacks. That's so good, man. Nate, that's, that's killer stuff, man. I, again, thanks. Like that's some stuff just sitting here and hearing it. Like I know that's investing in me, so I appreciate it. Before, uh, before we rip, uh, before we tear off, man, I just real quick, are there, are there some, some tools, maybe some apps, just, just real quick. If you got some names of some things that, you know, they might be a, a huge benefit to people on like an app store or like a website, just, just something that, you know what, we're talking about time management. We're talking about productivity. Are there some things that you use and you find yourself really, really helping you out in ministry and in personal life? Oh, absolutely, man. There's three apps. That's all you need. Being honest with you, like you really only need these three apps. I've done so much research on like, which is the best for teams, for, you know, task management, you know, scheduling, email, all this kind of stuff. Here's the three main apps, or I'll probably say four, uh, four, four tops. Um, number one is an app called Asana, A-S-A-N-A. Plain and simple, this will be your method of keeping track of every to-do you'll ever need to do. Now, here's the deal. The system itself does not save you time. However, it will capture every single thought and organize those thoughts and organize those tasks. Beautiful thing about that, it's perfect for any youth pastor out there that at least has one or more people on a team, and he for free wants to make sure he's managing and and, and empowering other people on his team to do tasks. Plug, I'll say this for you. Friends, if you're listening to this right now and you're literally trying to do everything yourself, please do yourself a favor and all the kids in your ministry and leaders a favor. Quit bottlenecking your ministry and empower somebody who's better than you at that area. Yeah, so good. Empower somebody, man. My friend, we we were at a larger church even, but I didn't live by the principle of like, oh, we could because we weren't able, we weren't in a financial position actually to hire more people. It literally was a, a part time assistant, myself full time, and my wife was like part part time, and in that we were running the entire ministry, three hundred kids, a hundred leaders, like it was wild. But what I learned, what I learned this was that you know what, there are people that would love to do the very things that you hate to do. So for instance, there's somebody out there you hate you hate following up with people like you hate you know writing emails and making sure you know this in the back end is this and this and this like you hate loading you know slides in, into PowerPoint or you know pro- hopefully using like ProPresenter by now like you know just using those that you, you hate doing that stuff you're like I'm not good at this stuff or this stuff always bogs you down you you're always trying to like design all your like slides or your T-shirts but yet here's what I find. Right under our nose, you guys, there's a kid sitting there who's making the dopest like Snapchat filters and Instagram stuff that anybody's ever seen. There's a girl who's got a YouTube channel who could have done your video announcements, and there's a leader who literally wants to run your entire follow-up system and backend. Her name was Mickey for us. She was 62 years old and literally running the game, yo, all right, and what I learned from that empowering people. So Asana became a tool for me that I could put their names in, assign them tasks with due dates, and then give them a small description and a little list of that I needed them to knock out. Absolutely changed the game. Task management, Asana. And again, I do like a whole ta- like time management training for anybody who ever needs that too. So holla. Uh, number two, um, there's that email app. I looked through tons of them, dude. This was the number one. It's called Spark. S-P-A-R-K. Spark email. Okay. All right, I like Spark, it. it's so dope. It does this thing. It does a smart inbox. You know, I'm all about like smarter, not harder. There's a smart inbox, and it literally breaks up your emails into three categories. Number one would be the smart things, meaning it actually filters through all like your junk mail, anything that's an automated like bill, email, notification, just stuff that's just like busy, busy stuff. It completely sifts that into its own little notifications like category. And then in the smart inbox, it's all like 
human-to-human emails that came through, which is beautiful because it instantaneously sifts through all your stuff and pushes the most important stuff that needs to get responded to right to the top. Last part that I love about it is that it's got th- or two, two functions. It's got this thing where you can like glance at emails in threes instead of ones, and then you hit this little checkbox, and it literally just like clears them out. I literally used to take like 30 minutes to check email and go through everything. Now it's like 10 minutes, man. It's just like bam, 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 don't need that, don't need that, and then I respond to the ones that actually matter. And last but not least, as a snooze function. So it's like, man, I, I don't want to be notified about this right now, but I really need somebody to send – I wish somebody would send me this like Wednesday or Thursday at you know 2 o'clock. Bam, you can actually hit the snooze button, and it throws it in there. So one Asana, number two Spark, last but not least – this is probably probably one of the best ones that's really changed the game for our team. We actually uh, found that Fortune 500 companies are getting away, like like leaving the email sector because they're like, man, it's so prehistoric. It was created like back in God knows when, and they're literally uh, moving over to an app called Slack, S L A C K. The average Fortune 500 company is literally saving 40% less email sent. And because wow. of that time waster, 40%, right, man? Like 40%. 40%. 40%. And because of that 40%, the actions and the moving on top of, uh, on top of tasks, the productivity is jumping up like 25%. It's, it's something ridiculous. And so inside of this, man, it, all it is, it's a communication tool. You can literally make different channels for your different areas of ministry. You can make them private, and then you just add the people that need to go into those channels. So for me, we had an admin team. We had like um, a creative team. We had our like, which included like our worship leader. Um, And then we had a couple other like extra outside ones that are like more like closed room, you know, kind of core level kind of conversations. I even had one with kids. I had students in this message app, and they became my creative team. I was like, guys, this is what I want to talk about. What's a dope way to say it that's like like relevant right now? And they were like, ooh, I, there's this new hashtag out right now. Or, yo, we just found this new challenge that's on social media right now. Like, you should totally use this. And I'm like, genius. And because of this, it literally cut down me sifting through all these emails. And back and forth, you can drop files into it. You can do everything right there. And literally, it's been a game changer for me. And last but not least, this is really cool for you pastors. This is like I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you into the layer. You can actually set automated stuff, like automated like messages in there that sounds like it's from you personally. But it's really just a robot at a certain day of the week, certain time of the month, sending a message being like, hey, guys, Bro. how you doing? Like, what's good? Just yeah, checking in. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah man. And so here's the deal. My, my heart is this. The heart is that you get conversation going. It does right. not matter how you get it. So yeah. my heart is that I want to let people know I'm praying for them, loving them. I do the same thing with my leaders. There's a group text is a, an awesome app that you can send up to like 150 people um, a personalized text message with one message. And I would always do that in a smaller, vague way. And I would say, hey, guys, I'm you're like, hey, I'm thinking of you today, praying for you. Is there anything you need prayer for today? And you'd see like out of 150 people, like 20 would get back to me and be like, yeah, man, please pray for this. And then I would individually text them back. On the cool part of that was other leaders would say, man, they would, people would say this, but they said, man, Nate always checks in. And even though I never like try to reach out to him and respond per se and like try to have this conversation, just knowing that he reaches out and texts me in his busy lifestyle makes me know he's a good pastor and he cares. So th- those are the three top apps that I would say absolute game changer, absolute game changer. Bro, such good stuff. Yeah. Bro, thanks a lot, Nate. I mean, that's that's killer stuff, and I love it because it's stuff that you can, like, legitimately start plugging into your life right now. Like, mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff that I can wrap my fingers around. So Come on, man. Come on. Listen, man, our our hearts and our minds are, are slammed right now. Uh, I've it's just real. Taking notes just as much yeah. as probably anyone else as you've been talking. But before we get off, Nate, is there any uh, – I definitely I want you I want you to share a little bit more about about yourself, how they can get in touch with you, maybe if they're even interested in some coaching. But is there any final thoughts, man, you want to throw um, at, at us as we kind of talk about this this topic on time management, life management, anything else? Man, absolutely. You know, I I probably say this, you know, I, I do this on purpose, is that when, you know, when I do kind of interviews and stuff like that, I always try to give way more value. So a person knows, like, okay, wow, like, 
there's a system behind that right there that I could implement if I learned it or if I took the time to get that implemented in my life. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a system for you know, my admin team. There's a system for my tasks, my calendar, all this stuff. And I want to give as much value. So it, it, I know it can sound overwhelming, but actually I want you to walk away and go, there's hope. If a guy like me who literally was like just the most crazy, like visionary creative dude, but just like never got stuff done, never finished, never followed through. I mean, I'm sitting at my desk right now. I've got a hard drive full of songs and music that's never been finished. Like that's that stuff bugs me from years and years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to say, like, I hope this gives hope, though, that if you need help and you say, man, Nate, like. I just I'm 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 drowning and I just need some systems like I'll teach you like I'll help you and here's the deal right now I do a, a coaching program that I think would be the best fit for any of the youth pastors on this call there's a coaching program called Break the Cycle actually Matt Matt's a part of it he's been uh, supporting me in that and he's been a part of the journey and we just did group number two we've had literally about 30 35 people and it's only just started just the other month. Um, 35 people have come through just the coaching program. It's a group coaching program, and I literally step-by-step step break down everything from the custom calendar uh, to the productivity, kind of like task, like smart task management system. I even break down um, some of the tools and all the different things that I explain, like Asana, you know, uh, Slack, and Spark. I break those things down for people, and there's a coaching program that I do. And if you want more information about that, man, I would love to help you out. And here's the deal: because my my heart's always as a youth pastor. I've I was always that youth pastor. Is like there will never be a kid that will never not go simply because of money. Like I always that guy that made sure that some way, shape, or the form, like our kids went on retreat. And that is yeah. still my heart today. If you're a youth pastor out there and you're like Nate, like I need help. Right now, you know, high-end entertainers and entrepreneurs, they do. They, do, they pay me thousands of dollars right now to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with them. Um, but I, this is why I mainly created this group coaching program. Um, I literally pack out – it's an eight-week program, change your life from time management to health stuff, you know, energy, like, hey, can you survive without coffee? I'll teach you how and how to have energy for that. Um, all Bro, kind of everybody needs that. That's our next Right. Time. Come on, man. Come on. You know, say, say, I, we ain't got no money. It's like, we ain't got no money. It's like, uh, it's at Starbucks. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, in, it's in the Starbucks account, you know? Uh, but all all these kind of pieces to maybe you're just out there and you go, man, I just, I need to be reignited with my purpose and like why, why I'm even doing this thing again. Um, so one, I'll say this plug. If you've never heard of this thing called Cadre with Jeannie Mayo, you need to do it. Um, it will absolutely change your life. That's where a lot of my coaching journey and my life change and transformation began. And then two, on the outside of that, if you need help in your personal, professional life in these organization areas, you really want to take your game to peak performance level, man, sign up for my coaching program. And how do you do that? You can do two things. Um, number one, you can follow me on Instagram at Nate, N-A-T-E-Y-E-S-K-E, Nate Yeske, at Nate Yeske. And in that link right there, you'll actually find a link for you guys uh, to go to. And here's the deal. What I'm going to go ahead and do is that anybody from this call, anybody just from this call, so please don't share this like 10 million people, anybody from this call, um, and, and we can verify that, I will give you 50% off my coaching program for group Bro, coaching yeah. just to help out any of the dudes on the call or the ladies that are in the game here. Is that cool? Dude, that's Nate. so amazing. That's so amazing. Tell them one Absolutely. more time how do they get in touch with you, Nate. Yeah, number one would be go to my Instagram. There's going to be a link in my bio. Or number two, just go to my website, Y-E-S-K-E, so yeski.tv, like television, so yeski.tv. If you scroll down about halfway on that page, um, there's actually going to be a spot. Um, one you'll see for my booking for travel speaking, for like youth conferences and stuff, that's going to be right there. Um, and, yeah, so plug for that as well. Uh, but the last part is that uh, you'll actually see a part for coaching. And you'll click the button, and it'll literally lead you to a page. You enter your info. And actually, for everybody that signs up um, uh, for, for uh, interest in the program, I actually give you uh, a free product, Productivity Hackers weekly plan. It's the very same plan that I use every week to, like, plan out all my to-dos for the week. So you get that for free just for, for signing up. Um, but, yeah, you can go right there, and then basically you'll sign up for the program, um, and then I can give you more. You'll actually get actually a promo code. Um, it's actually going to be BREAK50, B-R-E-A-K-5-0. BREAK50 is the promo code that you guys can use for this. 
um, and then I'll give you 50% off uh, for my coaching. But again, please don't like tell everybody about that code, but that will be just for everybody that's listening on this right now. Or if you got a youth pastor friend or you got a spouse, let them know too. Um, I want to help your spouses out just as much as they can use that code as well. Bro, so good. So good, man. And yeah, and man, we'll say on. too, on a, on a side note and personal note, and Nate didn't even ask us to do this, but I mean, you've helped us both out as well, Nate. You've spent some time with John and I. Uh, I know you've, yeah, you've been up here to Indiana, hung out with our students, but, but also invested in him and I and some of the principles that you talked about today, man, we've implemented. And, and so to say to those of you watching uh, and listening, I guess you're not watching him, but you're listening. Yeah, you're listening. But to yeah, say to those listening. of you who are listening is uh, this guy is the real deal. And like the stuff he's saying, I know yeah. it, it can seem like, oh, man, I don't know if I can yeah. do that. But listen, you put yeah. the systems in the place that he's telling you about, and it, it will definitely save save some time and like help change your life and, and your ministry as well. So yeah, Absolutely. That's one of the things I love about you is you know with Nate, and we can – we can attest to it. He doesn't just read a book and then regurgitate on a podcast. Absolutely. No, this is stuff that he knows, stuff that he's implemented, and stuff that we see in him and in his ministry and in his in his life. So we appreciate it. Huge, Nate. Huge. All I can say is one word, John. I'm ex- what is it? I, I, I want to know. What's wow. Wow. <laughs> All I can say is wow after hearing that phone call, man. That's that, it. it was incredible stuff. Absolutely incredible. You know what I'm going to do with this podcast? I'm going to play it every night when I go to sleep and dude. then put it on repeat just so it just plays over and over again So in my it gets mind. ingrained. Hey, yeah. man, listen, again, we got to give a shout out. Nate Yeski, man, thanks so much uh, for being yeah. on that phone call with us. Hey, I know he gave us a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that you can sit back and say, man, I gotta gotta like just kind of think on some of the things, and right, some of the principles right. he taught. But hey, make sure you hit him up again. It's Nate Yeski, Y E S K E is how you spell his last name. Instagram, yeah. uh, you can Google him. He's out there as well, and yeah. uh, connect with him as well. And man, John, any final thoughts on anything on that on that podcast? I just I just I love having someone with the heart of Nate to come on and make me feel. Make me feel like, you know what, with everything going on, it's possible to get my life under control, get my time prioritized to where I can do what God's called me to do. Yeah. Like, that, like that is, it, is, it seems overwhelming sometimes when you hear about all that stuff, but also it, it kind of gives you that little bit of hope. Like, you know what, I'm just a few, a few things away from really starting to, to fire on all cylinders, yeah, man. How absolutely. about you? You got anything? Dude, that- no, nah, it was good stuff, man. It was good stuff. And uh, what do you say after a phone call like that? You just go take all yeah. your notes and start uh, start trying to apply some things. Yeah. But, hey, thanks again for listening today. Two guys talking youth ministry. Again, want to remind you to, man, uh, share uh, the podcast. Uh, definitely invite others to, to, to check it out. Leave us some reviews. Again, if you have any questions, you have any topics you want us to talk about on this podcast, again, hit us up at matt at essentialcoaching.us or john at essentialcoaching.us. That's how you get in touch with us. That's it. Hey, thanks again.